<laughs> yeah, I'm back for another session of that verbal cardio. What up, peeps? Um, I'm in here, man. You know, refreshed. I got my water. You know, as usual. You know, you know, I got the water. You know. Mm. You know I'm in here with the water, man. Um, I watched Cloverfield, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, this weekend. And I liked it. I liked it. They don't show you a lot in the movie trailers, which I appreciate. So um, you really didn't know where it was going. Um, You know, I I don't know if y'all have seen the movie Cloverfield. Uh, about this monster that attacks New York City. This is not a sequel to that movie, but it's in that same universe. Uh, So keep that in mind. I like the performances. You know, John Goodman, to me, John Goodman is kind of underrated, but not. uh, I feel like he's he's working all the time. Like he's always in something and uh, he's good, man. I I enjoy watching him work, man. It's basically, the movie's just basically three people in the entire movie, pretty much. So if that sounds slow to you, then I wouldn't recommend this movie, but you know, it was, it was good character work. And like, you know, they, they, they didn't spoon feed you everything in this movie, but they gave you enough information. They, they, they let the pieces fall in, you know, as time went on and, um, you know, the end was a trip. So I recommend it. A homegirl of mine saw it. She didn't like the ending, um, but I did. I was like, yeah, I'm satisfied with this. And it didn't didn't do one of those whack endings like movies like to do now. Like, we're going to leave it up to your imagination. Don't leave nothing up to our imagination, man. Wrap this shit up in a bow and hand me the box. Don't leave nothing to my imagination. I'm t- I'm done with the leave it to your imagination endings they got going on right now, man. Tell us. And if you don't want to wrap it up, put it in the little ending credits. Like, all right. And Jimmy went on to found the biggest company in Nebraska. You know, fill us in. Like, give us that boys in the hood ending where, you know. Three weeks later, Doughboy was killed, man. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up in a nice bow, nice and neat. Don't be getting all arty and be like, well, did the top spin? Was he really in the dream or was he awake? You figure it out. Man, nah, man. Stop. I want to know, man. I want to know what's really going on, man. Wrap it up. But 10 Cloverfield Lane, I enjoyed it. And uh, I got no complaints on it, really. I'm good to go on that one. And uh, so, you know, take it or leave it. Matinee for sure. But I can't give it a hardcore recommendation because I know y'all are picky and y'all be like, it was too slow. I didn't like the ending, you know. So going by just people's tastes in movies, I'd be like, "Mm, I dug it. And it's not. When I say I dug it like that, it, it kind of goes into, oh, is it the super arty movie? No, but it's just, a, it was interesting how they set everything up and then how it ended. It's like, oh, okay, wow, all right. And I'm not saying, it, it, don't go in there expecting like a M. Night Shyamalan style twist. It was just a a trip of an ending. 
I'll just say that. Um, so 10 Cloverfield Lane, go check it out, man. J.J. Abrams produced it. He did not direct it. Just want to throw that out there just in case. Y'all like, J.J. Abrams, man, he been on the road. You know what I mean? But no, he just produced that joint, man. Um, Donald Trump was in Chicago recently, and they shut the party down on his ass. They 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 wasn't having it, man. They was like, yo, nah, man, we're not going to put up with your foolishness, man. Here's what pisses me off about Donald Trump, man. I feel like he's wasting time. I feel like he's... He's getting in the way of real politicians that really do this. Like, you in the way, Donald Trump. Stop being a clown. Let these real politicians run for office, man. Get your ass out of here. You ain't never been in Congress. Sit your ass. You ain't never been no city alderman. You ain't never been no governor, no senator, no House of Representatives, man. What is your political background? You just out here making money. You a businessman. I get that. That's part of the that's part of the whole political game. You know, can you handle business? But sit your ridiculous looking ass down. And to the people that's like, I think it's refreshing that he's honest about his uh, you know, little prejudices, man. That's dumb as hell, man. I I'll, I'll put it like this, like, you know, those those bigots that that you know, oh, we don't want your kind around here. They're very vocal and open about their racism. Yeah, there's a respect there because I know where you stand, but I still view you as a piece of shit. Like, I still view you as, like, an ignorant, closed-minded piece of shit. I don't care how educated you are. Racism is just the dumbest mess of all time to me. Like, no matter how you slice it, no matter how much science you bring into it, it's dumb as hell. And, like, you're not going to get, oh, I think it's refreshing that he's honest about his distaste for, you know, Latinos coming. Man, shut the hell up, man. He's a piece of shit for that, man. Fuck his couch, okay? I feel like you got to ride. If you really, If you really about this unity game with the races, you know, if you really about this unity life, if you really about that life, you got to ride for other races too, not just your own. You can't get no passes. You can't get no leeway. Don't nobody get a little pass. Well, you know, give them a pass because they old. Nah, man, fuck that old ass bastard that's over there with the bigotry, man. Nah, kiss my ass, you old fart. Hit him with the old, old fart. With a hard T, hard F. Nah, man, you don't get no pass because you old, man. Nah, no passes out here. You not? I'm not letting you slide. Just well, he came up in a different time. Fuck your time. How about that? And excuse my language, but I'm very passionate about this topic, man. I'm like, it's dumb, man. You got to ride. You got to ride. And if it's racism in your family, hey, guess what? Now you got to battle your family members. You got to ride for it. I don't care if it's your grandmother, your auntie, even your parents, man. You got to challenge them, man. Get them out of this ignorant mindset, man. Like, yo, man, mom, why, why, do, why, do, you, why do you feel this way about this group of people? Like, oh, because, you know, we came up. Man, fuck how you came up. Fuck your couch. Fuck your racist-ass couch, man. Cause I'm I'm just done with it. I'm not you're not getting no passes. Now, mind you, I was fortunate enough not to be raised in a... Uh, racially prejudiced family so i never had to deal with like grandparents or parents like that and you know my mom is mixed so you know she's half white half black so my grandmother was white so you know she got picked on 
when she was a kid. Like, you know, the black girls were mean to her. They would cut her hair. Like, they'd sit behind her in school and just cut her hair. And, you know, they just gave her a hard time because, you know, she was she was bright. You know, she was light-skinned. And they gave her a hard time because of that. Now, you don't get no pass if you were black. Bigot either. Like, I'm not having it. I'm not having that all white people the devil's crap either. Nah, this, I, I'm not with it. I, I can't get with it. That, that's just too, it feels too ignorant. It feels too hateful. I'm not with it. I feel like, you know, God is like, yo, I don't, I don't like what you're doing right now. But no, nah, you know, they all devils out here. They all out here. Man, nah, man. Come on. Come on with that, man. I'm not with it at all. I'm riding for everybody. You hear me? Everybody. So don't bring no racism around me. And it happens like people talk. All Armenians are just mean and just they don't like people. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I still don't like how you lumped them all in one category, man. This is, there's some ones out there that aren't mean. Some nice ones out there. You know, you can't lump it. So what? Maybe it's a lot of them like that. True. It might be a lot of them like that. Maybe it's the culture, you know. But still, man, you got to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and treat everybody as individuals at the end of the day. You know, and that's how that's how you truly beat it. You got to ride, man. I wish I had a racist grandparent, man. I'd be cussing their old ass out every Thanksgiving. They would hate for me to show up for Thanksgiving dinner because I'm coming with that, man. Hey, so you uh, you still a bigot out here, Grandpa? Well, matter of fact, now, man, shut your old ass up, Grandpa. Pass me the yams. You know, you got to challenge these, man. You don't get no pass because you old. And when you come with the nonsense on some old tip, thinking you ain't going to get cussed out or slapped by the by the youth. Nah, man, you're going to get this cuss out. Your old ass is going to get cussed out tough. You know, you don't get no passes out here, man. So quit giving back. If you in a racist-ass family, challenge your family members, man. Don't have it. Don't put up with it. And don't give me that old, I don't want to date black guys because my parents don't like black guys. Fuck your parents. How about that, man? And I know it's hard to say. Those are your parents. It hurts. But you know what's hurtful? Them thinking like that. They're closed-minded. We're going to judge this whole group of people. Get out of that, man. I don't care if they from another country either. No, no passes just because you foreign. Well, here in Turkey, we don't. Fuck your turkey. Fuck your oven roasted turkey upbringing if it's on some racist nonsense, man. I'm not with it, man. I'm telling y'all right here, I'm not with it, man. Cut it out. Let's let's cut the crap, man. Let's bring it on together, man. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. At the end of the day, we all going to end up in the casket or in that oven. So it don't matter, man. We all, we all one out here. We got our little differences, but we're all one. You know what I mean? We all walking upright. We take dumps. We pee. We cry. We eat. We say, "Pass me them biscuits, man." We all one, man. You know, we just want we just want better for our family. We want a house. We want a good job. You know what I'm saying? We want we want a spouse. We want a lover. You know, it's all it's all the same, man. Just in different packages, man. But it's all the same goals, man. Just think about that, man. So if you got some racism in your family, challenge them, man. If you've been scared to do it, call them up right now. Send them a text. You still with that bullshit? Uh, nah, nah. As a matter of fact, you know, and then just go in. You got to fight racism. You got to ride for everybody, man. Because that's what I do. I ride for everybody. Because everybody's in my family, man. I got Italians in my family. I got Filipino. You know, I got regular white. 
I don't know what regular white is, but I don't know the the, the background of, of my sister-in-law, so I just say regular white. But my other sister-in-law is just straight Italian from Italy, Italian, and her pasta is so good, man. Not, oh man, you let me tell you something, man. Ever since I had her pasta, man, I'll be I'll be looking at Olive Garden like, man, get out of here with this, man. Her pasta is so good, man. If I lived anywhere near her, I'd be eight hundred pounds easy, man. I'd be like, so hey, uh, Paula. You cooking this weekend? You cooking this weekend? It's real, man. Um, so yeah, man, ride for these races out here, man. Let's ride. Let's stick together. Let's let's form a group of the ain't having it squad. We ain't having it. We shutting down everybody, man. We shutting it down. Um, what else I wanted to talk about, man? You know what's funny, man? Like, I came up. And like you couldn't, you couldn't slip on your wardrobe. Like I, that stressed me the hell out, man. I wish I went to a school where we wore uniforms. That would have took so much pressure off me growing up, man. Cause like you couldn't slip. Like coming up, man. They they be judging everything. They watching your jeans, how often you wear them. You know, he wore those Monday. It's Wednesday. He already back in them jeans. Man, come on, man. Just let me live out here. I got I got three pairs of pants. I love these. The other ones are okay, and I hate the other ones. So just let me wear these three times a week. Get off my back, man. The pressure was on, man. When I was growing up, the pressure was on. Like when I lived by the Stateway Projects, everybody was a little poor, so... I was living lavishly, kind of, man. Like, I could go to Payless and get some pro wings and stunt. i never forget, I got a pair of pro wings. I lived in the townhouse complex. So, um, you know, I went. I remember I, we went to Payless. I came up on some night. It was dope pro wings, man. And at the time, like, I didn't know shopping at Payless was frowned upon. I was just like, yo, these are dope sneakers right here. So I was like, yo, man, let me show, let me show the crew, you know. Cause I think I think all kids want to show off initially, and then we grow into: Are we going to continue to be a show off, or are we going to be more modest? You know, things happen like that. Me, my modesty k- kicked in because it was thieves in the temple where I grew up, man. Chicago, man. It was just I remember I got this transformer. It was a Dinobot. It was the Triceratops Dinobot. His name was uh, his what was his name? Shoot, Slag. Oh, wait, was it Slag? Yeah, Slag. Because Snarl was the the little the, the the dinosaur with all the spikes on the back. Swoop was the pterodactyl. Grimlock was the, the T-Rex. And the Brontosaurus was, uh, what was his name? Anyway, I had Slag. So Slag was the Triceratops Dinobot. Got him. I was like, woo, can't wait to show him off. Took him to school. Took him to school, man. Teacher rolled up. Nah, you got to She took it, put it in her closet. Somebody stole it out the closet. I was like, mm, okay. All right. So I took a little hit on the show off too. Like, but I was still just like, oh, I still kind of want to show off, you know. And uh, I remember I got a bike. Yo, got the new bike. Dude Maurice was like, yo, let me ride your bike around the block. He never came back, man. Lesson learned. Humility. Um, I feel like I told you all this story before on another podcast. I wonder if anybody ever repeats themselves on podcasts. Probably so. Um, so anyway, the pro wings though, 
Got these dope ass pro wings. They were like white, but the bottom had red and blue on them. I was I went outside. Had no business outside. We was just outside. I was, like, I was just walking around. It was like, oh snap. My boys Leon and Robert was like, oh, we see you with the new sneakers on. Oh, all these little things. Oh man, you know, I'm just out here just trying to <laughs> just trying to get it how I live, guy. Oh, the pro wings is fresh. So I went back in the house like, cool, man. And then uh, I was about that pro wing life, man. I was Payless McGee when we lived on 36th Street by the Stateway Projects. I was I was Payless McGee, dog. So I was living lavishly, man. I, I didn't feel bummy. I remember we used to shop at this. Uh, we had like a, a thrift store around the corner. Like where we lived, it was like the, the townhouses. Then across the street, it was this sleazy motel. In the sleazy motel, you had a bar on the second floor. You had the motel, a bar that my mom worked at. And um, then you had the thrift store right there, too. So it was called the DAV. So, you know, and we would go in there. You know, sometimes I'd come up on some nice shirts. You know, she'd give me some pants from there. But I remember I got a Miami Mice shirt from there super dope man i love that shirt i wore it as much as i could the miami mice it was a play on miami vice but it was mice in the car they was they was decked out had their shades on i was like yo the miami mice another shirt i love that i got from there was this turtle wax shirt it was like a turtle he had like tires on he was wax shiny buffed up i love that shirt it was yellow i remember this shirt man so i used to love when i could wear that you know because like you a kid if you like the shirt or a pair of pants you wanted to wear them joints daily you hear me daily you want to have that on but you know you got to switch it up because the pressure is on so you know i'm living lavishly you know pro wings you know shirts from the thrift store you know nobody was really tripping on wardrobe you know, as long as you wasn't musty, you was good. Because if you was musty, you was getting shredded. Like, if you if you was musty at school, them girls would call you out. Like, hey, you, Jeremiah, musty? You're like, oh, oh, you musty out here. And then I remember I got these pro wings. They had, they had like, cleats on them. They were, like, white and black, and they, they were cleated. I, I don't know why I had some damn. They weren't, like, real cleats like you know the, the metal they were just like rubber but they were cleated oh I, I had no business buying these cleats like we, we wasn't we wasn't playing sports at this school you know we were just going to school like why am i cleated up i wasn't running i mean i was running you know playing games but come on man when i got them shoes twice i got them same shoes twice because pro wings they wear out fast you know you get what you pay for it pay less they wear out fast so had those joints. I was living lavishly, man. And then, like, right before I moved from that area, um, I came up on some Eagles. Now, Eagles is another brand, Payless Carry. It might not have been Payless. It might have been a different shoe store, but it was, it was still considered low budget. So I, I got the Eagles, you know, went to, uh, we moved to, like, 75th. No, 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 no. We moved to 79th. In Champlain with my uh, grandfather. My grandfather's apartment, it was like his old apartment, but my uncle was staying in now, so we moved over there. So it was like, you know, way on the other side of town, but it was still all south side, but it was just like further further away. So 
moved there. So in this neighborhood, people got more money than where I was at before. Okay, it's it's still still like middle lower, you know, but. It was a come up from where we was at. So the shoe game had to step up unbeknownst to me. You know, I'm still rocking the Eagles thinking I'm fresh to death out here with the fresh Eagles. You know what I'm saying? I think I had some some stadiums as well. Backtrack. I I even got I was I was so hardcore payless. I even got the winter boots. That was payless. They were called snow wings. And the snow wings I had was super dope. Let, let me let me remind y'all, Chicago, the snow is real. So you got to get boots. Like you can't you can't just be wearing low top sneakers in November, December, January. Yo, your shit's gonna be soaked. You just gonna have loaves of bread on your feet, pretty much, at that point. So you gotta get some boots. Had the snow wings. All right, cut back. We back on 79th and Champlain. Different neighborhood, different school, different kids, different mindsets. I go to school with the fresh white eagles on like, yo, I'm out here, you know, check the shoe game. I got shredded out the gate, man. Look at the look at the Eagles, though, man. You got the Eagles on. I was like, yo, what's wrong with the Eagles, man? You know, nah, man, he got the Eagles. Then I started looking at, like, cat shoes. And I was like, oh, Nikes, huh? Yeah. Saw a lot of Nike action, you know. Um, you know, Nikes, Reebok Troop, you know. I was like, oh, okay, I got to uh, I gotta come up on, you know. So I tried to come up, and I got some, like, uh, what were they? Um, I want to say stadiums or something. It was like it was like up from the eagle shoe I had on, but it was still just low budget. So I was like, "Oh crap, man!" So I tried to kick it up a notch, but it wasn't enough. It was like, "Oh, so you gonna try to kick it up a notch, but you still got on these low budget joints?" And I want to say they were stadiums or whatever. So I was like, "Oh man, these ain't good enough either." Oh man, you know I'm trying to roast back and niggas, you know, and plus. You know, my, my clothing game wasn't – I didn't have a lot of variety in, in, you know, in my clothing game. I didn't have a lot of options, guys. So I had this, this one pair of jeans that I really enjoyed wearing, man. So I, I would wear them, like, easily multiple times a week. Multiple times a week I'm in these jeans. Dude called me out the first week I was there. His name was Kenyatta Corley. He was like, man, yo, man, he always wearing them jeans, man. Watch, watch he going to wear these again on Friday. Was it Wednesday? He going to wear them again on Friday. Watch. I was like, hey, man, don't worry about my jeans and what I be wearing. I was like, you want to fight? I was like, well, let's do this. But I forgot I was new at the school. No, you know what happened? I was ventilating to somebody I thought I could trust. I was like, I, I wasn't there. I was a kid, man. I should have known I can't trust nobody here. I'm the new kid. So I was like, hey, man, can y'all keep talking about my jeans, man? I'm going to just handle it, man. I'm going to handle it. Oh, and this dude, Philip, was like, wait, what would you say? I was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of him talking about my jeans, man. We could square up, man. And then he went and told him. So he was like, all right, after school. I heard what you said. Philip told me what you said after school. He was talking. But then after school, he had like a squad. So I was like, yo, man, how am I going to get out of this? And for some reason, this other kid – that he had got into it with that same day, they was on his head when when we both walked out. Like I, he walked out first. They were like, oh, this is now. I was like, now's my chance to slip through the cracks. I slid out of there and made it. Then the next day, I was like, hey man, 
you know, I had to think twice on the fight, but I was just tired of you talking about my jeans, man. And, you know, so we squashed beef. So I, I punked out because I didn't want to get jumped. But he, he didn't he didn't talk about my jeans no more after that. So I stood my ground kind of, but not really. But it was enough for him to back up off me, man. And uh, I wore them jeans so much, I wore the crotch out. Like, the, the crotch was, remember when you wore jeans? Maybe it was just me. Maybe because I was a fat kid, I had some some thigh action. But I used to wear out the crotch of my jeans. Like the crotch would just be, it would wear down until it was just holy in the crotch. Like you couldn't you couldn't sit in class, you know, with your legs open. People be like, man, you can see Tony's panties from here, man. I had to sit there with my legs tight, balls squeezed up. But y'all ever y'all ever wore jeans like that till they just wore out in the middle? I used to have jeans, or you know, because I'm playing in my jeans. I'm doing everything in the jeans. And I used to spin on my knees because, you know, this is the 80s. So we were breakdancing. I'm spinning on my knees on the carpet. So the jeans were just wore down. Like the, the knees was holy. The crotch busted open. Man, dog. And so, uh, so they put the pressure on me so much on the wardrobe and on the shoes. I'm like, man, mom, man, I gotta get, I gotta get some Nikes, man. I, I got the the whatever Nikes she could afford. They was like, I just grabbed whatever Nikes was in the price range that she could get. I was like, I'll take them, man. Just just any Nikes, man, just to get these kids off my back, man. Just give me those right there. They was they was ugly as hell in retrospect. They was like some white and green Nikes, low top. White and green, low-top Nikes. I'm like, I had nothing green in my repertoire. Like, it, I couldn't wear I couldn't wear nothing with these shoes. But I was so desperate. I was like, let me get them off my neck. Here's some Nikes, man. Get off me. Oh, but you got the white and green Nikes on with these blue jeans you wear every day. Shit ain't even match. I'm like, I can't win. I can't win with y'all, man. What y'all want from me, man? What y'all want from me, man? I ain't got it like that, man. I ain't got the Nike boots yet. The pressure was on, man. That's one thing I regretted about, you know, coming up and like, because, you know, I came up in a completely black environment. And so everybody was just judging your appearance, man. It was just heavy, heavy. And I was like, man, that's what I like about my sons coming up in Burbank where it's, um, it's a mixture of kids. I guess predominantly white, but there's a mixture. And um, so, you know, they, they're one of the few black kids. I'm not saying I prefer that they don't be around black folks. No, I, lo- I love, I love, I wish, you know, they were around more. But I feel like, you know, when it's a, when it's a mixed, when it's a mixed bag, I feel like there's less judgment on your outfits. I don't know. I could be wrong, but just based on my upbringing and what I've noticed, like when I moved to New Mexico and like what I've noticed with my with my kids, it's like, yeah, they into like sneakers and the fashion. They into it, but they don't really they don't really look down on people that just just dress, you know, regular or like low budget, like the, the pressure's off. So that's what I like that, you know, they're coming up like that. Like, you know, they, they got the basic. You know, you're getting all kind of different flavors on the... But in my school, man, if you... If your shoe game wasn't up to snuff, man, it was a wrap. I was like, come on, man. Get off my head. 
And they told me up a lot. Now, now in my in my closet, I got probably in this house. In this house, I probably have probably 60, 60 pairs of shoes. Probably, I got boot. I got Timberlands, Nikes. I got Pumas, Fila, um, Adidas. You know uh, what else I got in there? Some some shoes I never even heard of. I just saw them and liked them. I got you know some Jordans, some flights. It's just it's just ridiculous in there, man. And it's all because I was scarred on the come up, man. You know I should have some pro wings in my closet right now, man. You know how affordable they are. I don't even know if they still make pro wings, but I, you know I need to go in there because I'm a man now. All right, all right. I'm going to wear whatever shoe I want. You feel me? Man, y'all ruined my life back in the day, man. But I don't know, man. Maybe it wasn't just me. You know, what'd y'all go through? Holler at me, man. Listen, uh, and I want y'all to get at me, man. Like, you know, tell me tell me you listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, you can always chime in on what you want me to talk about on the next episode and future episodes. And I really want you to chime in on the topics I covered, you know, uh, Tell me how you feel about racism in the family or, you know, how do you tolerate racism or how do you deal with it when you come across it? And like, yeah, I want to know. I want to know how y'all feel about it. And when you came up, like, was it a lot of judgment on your appearance? Like, you know, did you have to be fresh to death at all times? You know, did, did it mess you up as an adult? You know, holler at me, man. Let me know. And also let me know if you saw uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, if you liked it, man. Or if you're going to go check it out, let me know. And uh, you can reach me on Instagram at Tony Baker Comedy, Snapchat at Tony Baker Comedy, uh, Twitter at Tony Baker Comedy. I prefer if y'all hit me on Instagram or Snapchat because those are the ones I I check regularly. On Facebook as well, uh, Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook. Hit me up, man. Uh, Let me know. Let me know you're listening. Chime in on the topics I covered today and uh, hit me up with some questions that you want me to answer in the future, man. It's a family, man. I want y'all to get in on this, man. Appreciate you guys listening, man. Again, Tony Baker Comedy on all platforms. On Facebook, it's Comedian Tony Baker, man. And thank you for tuning in once again for another session of that Verbal Guardian.